0: Welcome to of the officially unofficial podcast for the expanse on sci fi. I'm Jim. And I am that guy. That guy?
1: Oh, yeah, you're Amos. <laughs> for sure you are. I'm actually Aaron, actually but I, I had to drop that, man. It's the line of line name of the Hey Amos. <laughs> Amos? Yeah, yeah dot, sure. Amos? Yeah. For this episode only. Uh, we're here to talk about episode 306
0: titled Immolation. Uh, this is the continuation of what I figured was going to be a true shitstorm coming out of last week. And it was a shitstorm, no doubt, but less of a shitstorm than I guessed. Hmm. They they didn't focus too much on like the battle raging above Io, right? Um, you know, we get a couple of glimpses of it through radar and and
1: uh, L- largely the screens the stuff, ravaging
0: but... of the Agatha King. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they they scaled it back a little bit, which is fine. That's mm. totally fine. We saw the of uh, a good chunk of the carnage last week, uh, and there are some really big implications in this episode yes and we're still you know two thirds of the way if that through the
1: season is this so i and uh, is this the climax because i know that at some point in the season the climax uh, you know of my the answer. second bu- book <laughs> anytime <laughs> no, you say no, book you know my answer. i just want to know was this the is is like when the uh protomolecule jellyfish majestically <laughs> rises out of the clouds of venus uh-huh. is that the climax of the second book uh man how much can I say here all right fine, I, I think fine. I
0: think they are I think they are at the climax of the second book yes okay
1: it's still, I won't say it's still what cli- exactly... We're still climaxing?
0: I won't say, say what exactly happens the same and what happens different because there are variations on what happens in the book here yeah
1: um but yes this feels like the climax to the second book okay I feel yeah I mean like I'm Wondering how they'll break, like, have I, I wonder how the rest of the season will go because to me, this seems like such a yeah. high point. I love this episode. I thought, yeah, is another one that where like I was fully engaged in every storyline, uh, I got like exactly what I wanted to see, mm-hmm. and I got something that I had no idea to expect. And then there was some things that, like, you know, seeing Aaron Wright. Frog marched out of the Secretary General's office was awesome. Uh-huh. But then I didn't like the smug look on his face <laughs> and then the, and the immediate I, And I certainly didn't like the, you know, the Secretary General yeah. just essentially scapegoating him as if, oh, no, you know, you know, like, oh, God, glad I got that off my plate, done deal, like it's... And
0: also just show it revealing his true colors immediately after that, right?
1: Like yeah. his only
0: concern is his legacy.
1: And he's such an he's such a dumb fuck asshole that he doesn't even know what that's going like he's so out of touch with how people think that he doesn't even know someone who i assume was close to him very close to him at one point uh how he'll she'll take that mm-hmm. like you know he's just a i i it, it's it's he's just a he's just a bad person and a bad politician unfortunately yeah uh so that sucks you can have bad people that are very good politicians you can have good people that are terrible politicians mm-hmm. but man when you just got a shit when you got an asshole (laughs) as a bad politician i can't imagine what that's like to live under such a regime i I don't know i feel like it's worse to have an asshole who's a really good politician that's true because
0: then they rise through the ranks and they
1: acquire power and they're an asshole that's true that's true where the the morons (laughs) are are kind of self-limited yeah 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 for sure he
0: tries to couch it in this idea of earth first and like i'm doing what's best for the humans here on this planet but I just don't buy it. I just yeah. don't buy it. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie, in my opinion. It's
1: always interesting to try to try to think about when he, when, you know, how much of this is just posturing and power, how much of it yeah. does he actually believe? It's probably not one or the other, but you know, where you put the slider on that is 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 kind of interesting.
0: He's like the Frank Underwood of this universe. Yeah, me. like none of what he says about his altruistic goals right. is true. He simply wants power. Right. Um, uh. Whereas Aversarla, you know, she actually comes across as wanting to do some good sometimes.
1: Um, so man, there is so much to talk about. So much has happened. There is, since yeah. we signed off the air last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we Expanse... do have some
0: feedback on this, but yeah, yeah let's, let's uh, talk about it. So, up front. so the
1: Expanse got canceled or yep. not renewed, not picked up by Sci-Fi, which will people like. Well, what the hell does that mean? Um, the Expanse is actually produced by a very large media group called Alcor. Mm-hmm. Um, they produced uh the last blade runner for example 2069 it Sounds like a company that should be making farming equipment. <laughs> sure, like, sure. It's, right. It's a weird name. Right, like our Roundup Ready crops you'll exactly. 17% more when when on Ganymede than our competitors on Io. Um so it's it's not like the expanse is dead. However, you know, cuz there's a lot there's a lot of mixed reactions, you know, there's a lot of like fuck sci-fi there's a lot of well good now sure. HBO or Netflix or Amazon can pick it up I mean it's mm-hmm. it's precarious because it's like Very. it's like having a leaky air hose you know on like if i'm if I'm doing a labored sci-fi it's like having a leaky air hose on your your suit out in space and it gets get severed and you're like, well, thank God I need to replace that thing anyway <laughs> like. You, You're yeah. in immediate trouble. If you, if, if you yeah. get back and, and you get the hose replaced, that's fully functional. It's even oh, it's great. But what if you don't make it back? Yeah. and you know there is all kinds of like there's this big uh, petition for Amazon to pick up the expanse, and it yeah. you got like it uh, it was almost at eighty thousand at the time we're recording this early Monday morning or Wednesday morning. Probably it'll be a lot more than that by the time you listen to that um yeah and it's hashtag save the expanse if you want
0: to get on twitter and participate there's a right. change.org petition right. that you can sign but uh, they were flying airplanes outside yeah. of amazon hq and in santa save monica the expanse above the
1: production facilities i guess uh, cool.
0: uh yes yes that's where it was no Sorry. no they did them both oh they
1: did both yeah i think there was okay. two airplanes i saw the production facilities um yeah. Uh, so
0: it's a pretty extensive campaign.
1: It is, and it's exciting. Now, what happened this morning, I don't know if you've checked the news, but Not like Cass morning. Anvar, uh, who is Alex on the show, yeah. um, took to Twitter and says that there's actually been renegotiations between SciFi and, and Alcor because of this. Oh and, and now Sci Fi is now huh. saying that if the ratings continue to improve, they might change their mind and pick it up. And Cass gave some uh some handy oh, tips on no. how to make your viewing count. Because, you know, obviously yeah, if yeah. you're if you're getting the expanse off the Pirate Bay, you're not helping. But right. if that's the only way, I mean, there's a lot of places on the earth because of distribution rights where it's not legal there's no legal way to watch the show. So sure. that's your only way. Or if that's the only thing you can afford or whatever, then you know I'm not going to begrudge anybody's where they get their entertainment from. Um but if you want to help the expanse, apparently Watching it live because a lot of these smart boxes are like you know, they they've got that statistics is good. Mm-hmm. DVRing it and watching it in a twenty four hour window is good. You can actually watch it and DVR it, which makes you count twice. Um, but but the sooner you can, because like their sci fi is really focused on that the those those uh, you know twenty four hour and I like, guess seventy yeah. two uh, hour windows because sci fi does not make any money on Amazon or Netflix or yeah. iTunes or any place else you buy it. Um so that's the best way to save it on sci fi. And I've got honestly I got mixed feelings about sci fi carrying this because we're having this conversation. Yeah. Uh because I think they're they've done a terrible job of marketing because one of the telling things is like this blew up on Reddit. Like mm-hmm. this has been uh making it to the front page or reddit pretty consistently this week the whole and what i get time and time again is i've never seen like there's been some fan made like saved expanse trailers and they're and people are like i had no idea this was the show that the expanse was which that was my like <laughs> i that was me going into season two yeah. because you're like hey i checked out the show it's really good and i'm like a fucking sci-fi show <laughs> right and i saw the trailer and it's kind of like eh um i feel like sci fi's done a bad job of marketing this um but I still think it's the best chance to get more Expanse. So if you want to help, yeah. If you want, I'm gonna have links to the petition because the other thing is, um, if, even if Sci-Fi shits to bed, everything we do as far as like, if you want to buy, you know, if you want to buy the season on Amazon or iTunes, like I'll, everything we can do to make the Expanse as big as we can before it does go off of Sci-Fi. If it goes off Sci-Fi, puts them in a stronger position to be picked up by the likes of Amazon. I hear. The other thing I've heard is that Netflix has already passed. They mm-hmm. already said no, yeah. no, no interest. I'm not interested. in... Amazon still a possibility. There's other possibilities, but yeah.
0: Uh, okay. There a lot of stuff to talk about there. Um, right. So everywhere I've gone, and I've I've I did some searching of like shows that were canceled in the latest sweep of cancellations. Yeah. Like where because we're about the time where shows start getting picked up or canceled. Um every single article i read on it there was somebody in the comments going the expanse the expanse the expanse the expanse Mm -hmm. like it was everywhere in those articles Mm -hmm. they were on you know all the mainstream sites um the other thing is i'm a little worried about sci-fi kind of uh, almost holding hostage the negotiation here because this i I, what i hope doesn't happen here is that sci-fi says eh we'll see how it goes and then Alcor says, well, sci-fi might still be on the hook, so we're not going to try super hard to go right. shop this thing around. And then sci-fi passes later on. And and now the, the heat is off yeah, of the Expanse. Like three months after. I don't, right? I don't the, think... The Save the Expanse you know, campaign is over, yeah. and, and suddenly what might have been picked up by Amazon isn't because they waited too long.
1: I, yeah, I don't know how... I mean, my first... Like, if Alcor is a competently uh, run management... You know, or is completely managed. That shouldn't happen because, like, there should be deadlines and negotiations, and because they got to know that too. Yeah, like I right now so. is the time to make something happen because everyone's focused. Sci-fi yeah. has already publicly said it's like I don't know what the legal thing is, but I God, I hope they do. Um, and,
0: and the scary part is in those articles that I was reading about shows getting canceled, a lot of them are already picked up for other right. other like Brooklyn Nine Nine is and the other
1: that got canceled, but then immediately got picked up. Right. And I'm worried that the expanse com- has not parent. been immediately picked up. Yeah. Like all of these other shows that are gonna get
0: re resurrected, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess like Brooklyn Nine Nine's got going for it, it's a lot more like it's not genre. It's, oh, and it's, it's a the comedy budget can't be that. High, budget, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, the expanse no is a the expanse is a commitment because like if I'm a yeah. if I'm a platform Like it's a very high risk, high reward, but also very high risk because if I pick it up and it doesn't do well and I cancel it, then I'm going to have a whole bunch of fucking people on the Internet throwing shade at me and dragging me through the mud. And I don't know that I want that, whereas like maybe I pick it up and it becomes a bit like I don't know. The other thing that I thought was interesting in some of the discussions I read is that. Alcor didn't or Alcon, Alcor, Alcor, what, whatever. The production company didn't know like what the streaming rights would be when they first negotiated all this with Uh Sci-Fi, and Sci-Fi may be paying more than their fair share of the like, and and, and, and this might be a a tactic by Sci-Fi to be like, look. You guys are making out like bandits through Amazon and all these other outlets, and we can't sell merch, and we can't do – like, like maybe renegotiate this so we're paying less for the live rights. Because the other thing about a science fiction show is, you know, the vast majority of people watching it are – some type of technically sophisticated so where Mm -hmm. they can you know they got apple tvs and they got roku boxes and they can watch they can they can purchase this and watch it on their big screen tvs no easy peasy Hmm. like tuning in live is much less important to this audience and maybe that's something that they fucked up in the negotiations three four years ago they can redress i don't know i'm just saying that like I, i saw a lot of sentiment today that was like well fuck sci-fi we don't want him anyway and i'm just like that's that's a really risky point of view to take because it yeah it it like sci-fi just changing your mind and picking it up for another season even if we have to go through this in, in a, 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 every single season i mean you're still you're still flying mm-hmm. you know uh whereas yeah. uh, otherwise <laughs> it's you're just really relying on the goodwill of. Corp- massive corporations and mm-hmm. I don't know if your life experience is different but mine is you don't usually make out when, when you're relying on that so I'm also worried that there is a bit of a
0: hostage situation with the previous seasons because those are all streaming on Amazon right now that's I know that rights... Netflix passed because they don't have the streaming rights. Yeah, they couldn't get new America. people into the show. Right? How how would somebody new get into a show? That's right? In Go season watch it on our
1: competitor for the first three and then seasons and come back, and yeah, come back to us for the new ridiculous. stuff. That's ridiculous.
0: Now they yeah. do have the the streaming rights in other territories. Damn near every
1: everywhere, but United yeah. States and
0: Canada, I guess. But I guess the majority of the audience is probably in the U.S. So yeah, yeah. So it seems like the only places that could pick it up at this point are Amazon or uh, Sci-Fi.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's other places and there's yeah, but you other run into the problem of not and... having the the streaming for the first three seasons, right? Although I just don't. I mean, I I understand the point, but I also think that's pretty overblown because, like, I mean, it would be cool if Netflix picked it up, uh, and then yeah, like everyone has to watch it on Amazon. But if you want the new stuff, you got to go. I mean, that's yeah. But
0: are they going to do that for six hundred thousand? Are they going to send people to their competitor where? They might get lured into the trap of Amazon right, uh, in order to pick up six hundred thousand potential viewers, like yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I mean i it just depends Who, who like, are probably already subscribed to Netflix, like
1: that's right. not a whole lot of new subscribers I right, imagine. that's true, that's true too, um. Yeah, I don't know. I it, like it's a it's a brave new world uh, with this online streaming stuff, yeah. and it's a big kettle of fish. And it seems like there's a lot of bumpy roads when you're trying to negotiate oh, you know, navigate between it. the two things. What's that? Apple, Apple, because they they already have the seasons 4 purchase
0: on hmm. iTunes or Apple, whatever it is, now. right? So yeah, Apple picks it up.
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder how much of this stuff is still open, like. Uh, I wonder how much of this stuff is up for renegotiation. Like could Netflix make a Godfather offer to get everything? Right. I mean anything's possible with enough money, but I just don't know. Maybe. Like sci-fi. It's depending on the contracts. Yeah, sci is on air, but but that's that's just that that's becoming less and less important to live rights because yeah. that's just not how people watch television. Yep. Hell, it wouldn't be how I watch television if I didn't have a podcast to do. <laughs> so, and when we get screeners, we're not contributing to that anyway. So, Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, I mean, although I am setting up my DVR to record Expanse, and I am, yeah. like, going to leave it tuned in onto the Sci-Fi channel just in case every little bit helps, you know, try to practice what you preach, but... Uh, like I said, I, I hope, I hope, uh, the best, in my mind, the best course of action would be for sci-fi to change your mind and pick it up. That's the safest course to get us more. Yeah. And like, say what you will about how sci-fi's marketed it, they've stayed the fuck out of the way of the production. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem, it seems like this is just getting better and better and the storytelling is getting more and more confident and the special effects have always been great, but they continue to do kind of big splashy things like, Uh, uh, Cotillard floating in zero G, which I thought was Uh pretty cool this week. So, and also a giant jellyfish bursting out of (laughs) Venus, like, like a giant boil. Like that, that stuff's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we should probably talk about the episode now because I think everybody's on board on this audience with saving the fucking expanse. So let's celebrate it while, while we know we still have it. We got what? Five more episodes. Uh, seven eight nine ten four more is it is a 10 episode or 13 or 12 episode i thought it was 10 because i yeah. thought the previous seasons were longer than that. they were longer so this that. is a shortened season i think so interesting okay i'll check it while you're doing the recap hey we got some housekeeping uh first of all i just want to let everyone know that we're going to be playing this song called mars will rise it was sent to us by chris Kylie. Uh, from the band Moldy Filters, which is itself a uh, Expanse reference, but uh, we we have put on a call, put out a call a couple of weeks ago for Martian country music, and it has been delivered unto us. Uh, we're going to be playing that full song at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned through the, feedback, the through the feedback, <laughs> through the feedback. If you want to recycle that into drinkable your uh, u- drinkable water, hmm. uh, drinkable, and, and- urine, yo. <laughs> drinkable urine, you drinkable urine. I guess yeah, you know, uh, urine's drinkable. It's 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 in, in the literal sense of the word, it's True. drinkable. Yes. You know, bears bear grills considers it a survival strategy. Uh it has nothing to do with moldy filters or Chris Kylie or Mars rising. So maybe that's it. The Martians need to get pissing. Nothing molds your filters faster than just pissing at them. That's that's like you want an ocean on Mars? Just everybody getting meet up at the at the <laughs> at the the valley and start to start pissing off the edge. Yeah. Uh, right. Only you can terraform Mars. Uh, we also have, uh, we're doing Westworld, another science fiction show you might be interested on, in, HBO. We do those podcasts on Tuesday. The Expanse, of course, continues to be released on Wednesday night. Uh, we also have De- the, uh, our full review of Deadpool coming out Thursday. I'm excited about this Deadpool too. Uh, for the full spoiler-filled reviews, you need to be a club member at club.baldmove.com. Oh, by BT Dubs, we're running a sale on memberships right now. Mm-hmm. All new annual memberships, 25% off, using the code WW2018. Go to club.baldmove.com for more information. Also, uh, check us out on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash baldmove, every Monday and Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jim and I sit down on the couch and do some sort of video game, and that's kind of cool if you're into it. Uh, Alright, back to the show uh, Alright, so we begin at the UN Situation Room uh, The Secretary General is just perplexed That he has no idea what's going on The fleet shooting at each other <laughs> Uh, there's a 39 minute delay, uh, because the speed of light, uh, must be obeyed. You can't, you can't break that speed limit.
0: Oh, uh, I'm actually wrong. It's 13 episodes. 13 episodes. Yeah. Cool. So we're, we've got a About lot. Halfway. We, got, we got a lot of Expanse Nice. Left. Okay.
1: Uh, Aaron Wright is visibly sweating. He's shitting his pants. He is. He's, he, not- he's got his brown pants on and he's making full use of it. He wants to talk to Admiral Wynn. Uh, but he, but he can't because like how what 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 are you gonna do? You go like like oh, oh yeah? Can I take this in the in the cloak room? Yeah, I need a tight beam to Admiral Wind. Yeah, and no one else in the room and, can hear it because yeah. we're we're BFF. I'm like it's it's it. This is his nightmare scenario. He took his best shot. Seemed like it was working. Now it's starting to unravel. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's got other parts to play because him getting frog marched at of the office, he's way too smug. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just chaos and pandemonium like you would think mm-hmm. uh uh in the and it's so funny because like this kind of shit used to be routine like the fact that battles would happen and the chain of command would be days or weeks behind like when you're talking yeah. about the age of sale or even before like this instant communication with your battlefields and being able to monitor it and you know live like like seal, seal team six drop on some poor fucker and kill them mm-hmm. In, in in infrared, like that's a very relatively recent phenomenon, and being in space, like going back <laughs> to this, like well, there's a forty minute delay. It doesn't matter who you are; you're not going to be able to talk faster. Than that I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, on Io, the crew gets the door open to the uh, the the research lab uh, just as they see the the pods flying into Earth uh, or into the sky. Alex opens up with the Rossinati and uses the PDC cannons to try to destroy as many pods as they can, but since yeah. they're low on ammo, can't mm-hmm. get them all, they run. they actually they they blaze the Rossi dry. Yeah. I don't think that's is, ever happened before.
0: Is uh Naomi's plan of going and and meeting up with Fred Johnson maybe looking a little bit better now?
1: Yeah, should right. They have, should they have refueled and refilled their ammo? Uh, I feel like Fred Johnson is like a re- is really really is is becoming a very powerful person? Oh yeah! Between the the the, the, the navood, he's going to turn into a flagship for the belt. Between the protomolecule, because he's the only he's the only nation state that has a protomolecule at this point. Between now and now, he's in a, he's in a section where he can honest be an honest broker of peace between the two major powers. Mm-hmm. Woo, yeah! I'd get my ass to the Tycho Station and get rearmed and refitted. <laughs> cash in on some of these chips you've been giving him. Yeah. Uh, see what happens. Um, this is kind of the mini shit show that I was expecting.
0: Like, yeah. This whole scene with the PDCs and the right. pods being launched was awesome. I thought right. it looked great. Uh, it was really tense. And then, you know, when he finally runs out of ammo,
1: it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's the end of Mars. Yeah, you can really, that's the thing, like, because cause, uh, Avicerol surmises they're all going to Mars. So this is really personal for Alex. Uh, yeah. The good news is that the Martian and the UN, and the UN fleet uh, teamed together to shoot down a lot of the pods themselves. The bad news is they missed a lot, and their stealth technology, so they can no longer be tracked. And the really mm-hmm. bad news is, I'm not sure if the Rosanati did this or one of the Martian or UN fleets, but they clipped one of the probes that then slammed into Agatha King, and that yep. just goes all kinds of bad. Uh, Holden on the surface says, "Fuck it, we're going to continue the mission down here because it's also logical since the probes came from here, so there might be a way to stop them. Mm-hmm. Seems good. Plus, you know, we got to get Prax's daughter back. Uh, our 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 buddy uh, Jules Pierre Mao. Mer- oh, I'm sorry, I mispronounced <laughs> that. <laughs> you did Jules Pierre Mao. Oh, I was watching Holden from the control room. Uh, they and think it's,
0: I love that he doesn't." Obviously, he wouldn't recognize that it's Holden. He sees a Mars gunship. Yeah, it's he a Martian, Martian, Corvette, <laughs>
1: Martian armor and power yeah. armor. And he's like,
0: "Oh fuck, they're here to shut us down!" Right, right, right. Well, the the
1: jig is up. Let's get out of here. It's it's really good storytelling. It is. Uh, Mao wants to surrender peacefully, but Strickland, that motherfucker, has a plan. Operation Human Shield, <laughs> using children and pediatric research vessels. This it's guy, fucking
0: heinous. This goes down exactly like it does in the books, and yeah, and. They could not have picked a better actor, right? To be Strickland in this Just situation, such a he's a shit weasel. Man. Oh, he is, and Mal, I hate everything about
1: it. <laughs> and now, like again, drunkenly lurches from a f- somewhat moral position to like tell your men to fight for their lives because the Martians are coming to kill them all. And the guys like, but sir, they'll be slaughtered. And he's like, well, do you want to? Like, he's he's a she's a shit weasel too. Yeah. Uh and Strickland also hints that he's planning on unleashing Katoa, and sure enough, the next scene he's doing something uh and it's it Katoa speaking of Katoa, he's sitting there and they have this really cool shot where you see the Arbogast like you know being manipulated in his eyeball, and as they zoom out, so you can see like that's what the protomolecule is, is like its attention is focused on, yeah, but he unleashes him uh to to further delay our heroes from getting the 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 children they're after mm-hmm. Uh, the crew is riding down this very long uh, elevator galley thing, and they're talking. They're they're making chit chat about whether power armor is uncomfortable to wear, uh, whether square mo- watermelon tastes the same. And Naomi <laughs> has this funny scene where she's like, "Are they hypoxic?" Yeah. And Avisarala, <laughs> who you know has has been raised around the military her entire life, says they're just whistling in the dark. They're essentially taking their minds off the fact that they're going into what could mm-hmm. be certain death. Yeah. Um, But it's not because Bobby's a badass Marine in sophisticated space armor, steps out, takes a bunch of shots, and essentially kills all the gunmen in like a half second once she gets the firing solution.
0: That's great. Uh, throughout this entire episode, her armor becomes more and more badass. Way
1: more than I was expecting, honestly. Yeah,
0: with all the, the – it's not even jump jets. They're just straight-up booster rockets. Yeah, like, yeah. and then can...
1: low-gravity situations like the moon of Io, they really uh-huh. shine, and I was not expecting the 3D – Kind of running gun battle that we got, I was very delighted. Uh, Amos also gives Prax some tactical advice, which is take cover first, then shoot. Instead of you know, you're not you're not wearing titanium reinforced armor, jackass. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and Prax is very remorseless because after Bobby lowers the hammer, there's all these dead bodies. Like Holden se- surmises, they're essentially civilian bodyguards. They're not soldiers. And Prax like, I don't give a fuck. They chose they chose to take shots at us. Uh, I got to say. Uh- I don't. I don't want to talk about this every episode
0: because it's probably gonna be true for a while. But mm-hmm. James Holden's face is still fucked, and I just want to shout out the makeup uh-huh. uh, crew on this because whoever did his makeup, I don't know if they just decided, you know what, I'm gonna go for broke on this and uh-huh. it's gonna look truly horrific right. for the next four episodes.
1: But man, it's it's such a good makeup job. Yeah, it looks so painful. We're tired of people calling him Space Jon Snow. We want to fuck him up beyond all recognition. Not not make him as pretty, Um, you know. And also when they later on when he and Naomi are are cuddling in their their bunk, I notice he still has the radiation treatment thing, which like that's something they didn't have to do. Like if 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 his shoulder was fine, I wouldn't even have noticed. But I did notice that they've got that continuity because that's only been. Couple weeks. Maybe? No, he has to have those shots for the rest of his life. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought that was just it's something not implanted. Like a cure in
0: it. for the radiation damage. It's it's a treatment of the, the ah, symptoms. Okay. Okay. I thought yeah. I thought they make that, that clear in the books.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I I, I remember them saying that like they, it'd have to be some kind of long term treatment or whatever. But yeah. like, but I'm just saying that they could have left it off, and I don't think many people yeah. would have noticed, But it's attention to detail. Sure. Uh. So Alex helps. Uh. Avasarola get eyes on Agatha King and they can see that it's already being consumed with protomolecule. Uh, Naomi remarks about how fast it's spreading because even I was like Jesus Christ, half the ship's already been taken over. yeah, which brings us to Kotiar, who wakes up in the sick bay and it's a great zero G shot. You got the floating blood like I was like expecting from last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is able to reorder, he's like kind of just floating by his restraint. He's able to reorient himself into the crash couch slash bed when a young crewman uh, by the name of Yarsin, uh not Yarson, Larson, uh, comes in and is struggling with a protomolecule-infected crewmate, manages to get the upper hand on it with Kotiar's help, uh, accidentally infects herself by touching the blue glue, or uh, blue, the blue goo, <laughs> having trouble I think she was today. already infected. Wasn't her suit, like, slashed open and I didn't her think leg so. was... But, I mean uh, either way she's fucked yeah but she oh yeah know. she's dead now um, and he explains her plight and she notices that he's restrained and kind of like yells and open and, and just unloads her whole gun on his restraint device. You think she's shooting him but she shoots <laughs> a restraint. Which you yeah, know, it's tough to buy, but yeah, whatever. That's whatever. a movie, TV thing. Kotiar uh, tries to appeal to her, you know, honor and pride as a UNN sailor, and she's like, "Nope, I'm I'm ready to give up. I don't know what I'm fighting for. I got my own people are shooting my own people. There's rampaging blue goons. I'm I'm a dead woman." Kotiar uh, grabs a vac suit and resolves to do some good, and her gun, and her gun. Which I was like, don't touch the gun. Oh. Yeah. But it looks like it was the wrong... It was her other hand. It was. Uh, uh, I So, they do this really, you know,
0: flashy zero-G shot, like you mentioned with Kotiar in the, the chair. Uh, also, they just don't give a shit about their prisoners, do they? Like... You start with somebody thinking. into the chair, like and if, if you go zero g and then have to do a hard turn or yeah, something, his arms just torn he's, off. He's done. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They, there's no restraints on that chair at nope. all. Nothing. No, nope. uh, and it, I don't even know if it's a crash couch. Maybe it is, uh, but yeah. So they do that flashy thing, and then the cooler thing, in my opinion, that they do is always the little stuff, mm-hmm. which. You can see when she shoots this guy in the head and kills him. The guy mm. she's struggling oh, with. Right. He's just sta- He's not he's standing, he's but he's just booted. kind of hanging there. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. midair. It almost looks like he's just standing there with his arms
1: out. <laughs> right. Right. And through and through the whole just,
0: scene, just, and it's just in the background, and it's like yeah, really he's like, disturbing. He's
1: like sargasso weed in the sea, just like uh-huh. back the whole time. Uh, I I had a question because like they seem to when you know Amos was given avisarala like. Mag boot lessons. It seems like there's a technique to it. I was kind of surprised that the proto molecule infected crewman had the wherewithal to do the heel toe toe heel kind of thing. To yeah. you know that um, I don't know. Maybe that's why they kicked his ass because he was struggling with it.
0: Well, I thought there was something in the boots that wouldn't let you get both feet off the ground oh really unless you turn them off yeah okay that might be like like but one then, doesn't release be until unnatural... the other is firmly it would be yeah yeah
1: especially in zero g but you know uh-huh. maybe the protomolecule just inherently understands that thing because that's not the first mag boot person that it's infected because they're all in a hive mind right uh it seems uh, yes. like they're all connected to each other they are uh the rossi crew discovers a hybrid lurking around it's it's co- it's uh it's katoa um, mm-hmm. Bobby vows to draw it away from uh, their destination. Uh, doesn't give Holden much of a say in it. Avasarala tries to chime in saying it won't bring back her squad. And Bobby tells her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know why she's doing this. Like, it's to bring back her squad, obviously. No, to, to get revenge. It might also be like a death wish. Like like she's got survivor's guilt and she's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take another round and I'll either draw them away from these kids and that will be a noble heroic sacrifice, or I'll prevail and that will be yeah. some kind of redemption. I I don't know what she's thinking, um, but honestly, the Rossi would have their hand the crew of the Rossi would have their hands full without her, so thank mm-hmm. God she's there. Uh Bobby opens up on the Proto Molecule Hybrid to get its attention and takes off running. The hybrid does seem capable of being injured, which I was, throughout the episode, like, why don't you just fucking bear down on it and, like, uh, walk the, that that cannon up its, to its head or some kind of vital thing? Because she just seems like she's spraying it, but, like, I guess she was wanting to lure it outside. Um, yeah, but I couldn't really tell you why.
0: Like, maybe she doesn't think she can kill it she's yeah. not her she's not sure if she can kill That's it so thing. she's also
1: gonna lure it away because she doesn't have like she seems like she's using improvised ammunition and like the best that she's got but it's not super great and she doesn't have her... she doesn't know the capabilities of the hybrid right. like and, she saw this one thing of them take out her entire crew <laughs> and a platoon of unn soldiers yeah, yeah. so uh a- back on earth aaron Wright is still anxious to contact the agatha king i bet you are you son of a bitch <laughs> Uh the situation room finds out about the torpedo launches. Uh Aaron Wright looks uh both anxious and thoughtful about that. Uh Anna is considering the roiling protest outside the UN headquarters and confronts the Secretary General. Uh he's expecting apology, but she confronts him instead with their past. So we find out That essentially he launched his political career, that him and Anna were in some kind of nonviolent protest group over some kind of policy, Mm -hmm. and that he had intelligence that uh, this garrison had orders to shoot on anyone that tries to move on them. And he went ahead of the protest where he marched a lot of unarmed people arm in arm And knowing that it would provoke a response and this this, this would make martyrs and this massacre would give him political capital to, to do whatever he was wanting to do at the time. Yeah, some cold shit uh and anna knew about that and kept so like, like there's a lot of shades of gray to her
0: character too it didn't seem to me like she was in a position to be able to tell people uh, that's, like maybe that's she wasn't on bullshit. the ground whatever with, with the... i mean
1: it's been what 15 20 years i guess like you can oh, right I mean, a tell all yeah after yeah. the fact sure that's what i'm saying like i think that it's beho- you know i would like to think if i was in that situation i'd drop a dime on the person yeah. as they were climbing the ladder to the most powerful person in the world you know Mm -hmm. like but you know who knows who knows Uh, but she's trying to do what she can now she drops the com log on him and we've seen this a million times so it's Aaron Wright's stupid face talking to give barking orders to Mao.
0: yeah I want to do a count of how many times this clip is played (laughs) it's a lot it's like
1: 15 maybe it's a lot it's a lot it'd be funny to go through in every scene because everyone acts with like a fascination horror or outrage it'd be fun to like photoshop like dick butt onto it or something where it's like just like have have you seen this uh like have a super cut of all the different people's reactions to it yeah put donald trump in there and then aaron wright says i regret nothing when he sees it it'd be funny it'd be funny uh, so the crew of the Rasanati make it to the children's quarters, which has been abandoned now. There's a bunch of toys and drawings, but the lights are off. Uh, but they're able to pull up records that verifies that May was there and not too long ago. Um, Holden, in fact, is able to use security cameras to track Strickland down, leading a gaggle of children. Here's what I don't understand about all of the computer usage in this entire okay.
0: episode. Okay. Uh, Nobody seems to have any security on their computer systems. Yeah. Like, how is Holden able to just walk up to a terminal and get access to all of the security feeds? You're right. To all the information in the databases? He should have to insert some kind of password, yeah. some kind of login credentials. Like, I don't buy that. That this station would be completely unprotected, and I doubly don't buy that they could go onto the bridge of the Agatha King and start doing shit there with the launch codes. I do not fucking buy that at all. I feel like it 's a huge oversight.
1: The thing is it 's a secu- so like I used to work for um a company that had hundreds of locations throughout the Midwest and they had security cameras on all those locations and uh if you were able to break into the manager's office
2: mm-hmm.
1: that security that 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 security footage was completely why like it was not locked at all. Because the assumption right. was that, you know, if you were back there, it's like physical control. Like uh, honestly uh, that was an oversight that was eventually corrected, uh-huh. um, but like I <laughs> did guess did it take two
0: hundred plus years? No,
1: I, I'm just trying to think. Like, you know, is it is and then it the bridge possible? of the Agatha the King? Come yeah. on, I mean, now that that, that this does is a seem, military like like ship. like fucking Humvees don't have even keys. Do you know that? Yeah, like yeah. On military yeah. but you just you just uh-huh. go into them because they're assuming that there's a bunch of burly dudes with guns that are going to be between you. Like if like it, it's more important to be able to start that Humvee and go driving it hell bent over leather than it is to yeah. keep someone. From joyriding it, so like I, 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 don't think anything on a, a a ship bridge would be have a password that you'd have to log in, and and no lockout features, like not the even the ability to lock people uh, maybe out. Maybe that, like, maybe that, like if the admiral wanted to lock it down. But but what if the I just Admiral find doesn't it really then, hard then, like, to believe. I'm just saying, but but think about like everything's designed around catastrophe. Like what if sure. your flag officer and his captain and lieutenants are dead and it's just some ensign trying to hold shit together? Mm-hmm. Do you want him to be, have to struggle through password and verification system and <laughs> right. you use that password in the last thirty days, do another one? Oh, you forgot to yeah. You just want him to be able to fucking launch nukes and pull put the ship in the full thrust and stuff like that. I, I don't know.
0: I I, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. I I feel like Admiral Wynn would have locked that fucking ship down
1: the moment that he was incapacitated. I'm assuming that Admiral, well, we'll get there later. Um, So uh, he uses that to find that. uh, He also then sees where they're going, and it's this uh, shuttle bay with these pediatric shuttles in it. He depressurizes it to slow them down a little bit uh he also confirms that the launch controls have been slaved to the agatha christie so there's no way to stop them from here and he also sees uh our buddy meow uh and says there's someone here that should know how to shut him down let me go ask which i thought was a pretty cool um it's it's he's getting better at delivering i guess what i call these badass lines Mm -hmm. you know like when he cocks his gun and says let me go ask that's pretty that's pretty fucking cool yeah Uh, Bobby, meanwhile, is using her jetpack and guns to keep Katoa at bay as he pursues her throughout the facility. Like, she uses her jetpack to go up a ladder, like, super fast. Um, She's just continually hosing this dude down with her explosive rounds. It's pretty cool. Uh, Alex angrily brings the Razor back down from orbit because he wants to personally go up to the Agatha King and try to stop it. Like, this... You know his whole arc is he's doing all this from his, his son, right? Mm-hmm. Like like Mars in his eyes is his family, and it, he doesn't want to see them proto moleculed. Uh, Naomi volunteers to go with him because she can't go alone, and leaves Avi there to be, I don't know fucking the eye in the, the sky <laughs> to, uh, to be forever trapped on this ship if right.
0: they all get killed right like she doesn't know how to pilot this thing nah. she doesn't know how to open up communication
1: channels <laughs> no nah. uh bobby draws the hybrid out onto the surface where she engages it in just a really cool battle sequence where she's just run she's she's first of all, she's like Tom Cruise running in his armor, which is cool, mm-hmm. just like fucking pumping her legs and, and arms as fast as she ever can. She's making like football field leaps between superstructures as she's shooting this thing. It's fucking really cool. Finally, she runs uh out of propellant and she's running low on battery, uh which I guess is because she's been using it like like I was thinking like, man, this is a very short sortie. By mm-hmm. military standards but maybe she's been like all that sprinting is just really ran down the suit uh because they did establish it was a full charge before she came down right i think so um so i don't know i guess in the, if mm. a future episode she has to spend a whole day in armor i'm gonna be calling bullshit but until then <laughs> uh the hybrid manages to sneak up on her attack her from behind and knocks her off like a 20-story building where they both crash to the surface Mm-hmm. And again, I remind everyone: this is Io, so this is not like falling off a twenty store. Like I, I think this fall on Earth would kill her. And, well, she's also in a crash couch. I mean, the, her she suit is, is a crash, a crash couch. couch. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that they have like the the, but still gel stuff inside that they use in the crash couches.
1: I, I, I get it, but there's still only so much. Like I don't, I don't know how many g forces you'd experience on this, but it's, it's not. I'm just saying. It's I O, so it's going to be a fraction of Earth's gravity in the first place. It is, and then you and, know she, yeah, she the is, suit's designed for this, right? The suit is designed
0: for it. She most of the G's are probably taken out by the crash suit, uh, and she also you know really comes away
1: hurt. You yeah. know? it's yeah. not like she's totally unfazed by it. So. Uh, and the she's, hybrid, the hybrid kato is lying, kind of really. It seems like it's rocked him as well. They're both kind of unconscious yeah. at this point. Uh, the Secretary General summons Aaron Wright to his office. And confronts him They kind of tag team with uh, He tag teams him with Anna Uh, Aaron Ehrenreich completely unapologetic And just tears into the secretary general Saying very true things about him Being weak and an idiot And a pants shitter Um, And the secretary general Has him arrested for treason But he doesn't look that afraid Again he looks smug as he's being And self righteous as he's being Frog marched out of the office I feel like he's got another card to play I think that's just his face. Yeah. I think that's just Aaron Wright. Like, Yeah. I, I don't know. And, I'm just and, saying, I saw the episode where he w- was contemplating a suicide, and he didn't look like this. That's true. So yeah. I just feel like he thinks he's got something else that he can offer. Maybe he thinks he could... I don't know. I don't know what he thinks he can do. But... um and is kind of relieved until she starts hearing the secretary general claim that, oh, man, I my legacy was going to be this shitty uh, yeah. immoral war. But now I can pin it all on Aaron. Right. And like, <laughs> oh, my God, even like, how does that I get that thought formulating in your mind? But how does yeah. that how does that come out to this very nice pacifist lesbian pastor with the that history you've known that you for have. years and you've abused? Her? Like yeah. how the Fuck! Do you say that and not think it's going to bite you in your ass?
0: And I would say it's because he's terrible. He's a terrible politician. Yeah, because he's a dumbass and a terrible politician. But he's not. He can't be. No, I Look think where if, he's at. I
1: think if it maybe maybe if it wasn't for Ava and Aaron Wright, that he never would have made it this far. And as the, the right. shadow yeah. government behind the government, the that they've kind of pushed him to the top because he's this way. Yeah, he's a he's a. He, he looks good in a suit. He's got that, you know, silver hair that everybody respects and it makes him look aged and wise. But he's just a flippity gibbet, and they like that. But <laughs> that also makes him a very terrible leader when when one of them goes rogue. So uh, Strickland, Dr. Strickland leads, uh, I think it's a nurse. Maybe it's another doctor. Um, and uh, ch- and the children to the airlock where he sees the shuttle bay has been vac. T- uh, and they hear Amos and Prax hot on their heels. So he locks the children in the airlock, convinces the nurse that they're going to do some kind of like trade their freedom for the children's lives. But then, as soon as she turns to secure the airlock, he shoots her in the back, and then tries to blame her like it's like she's the one. Like hey, it's it's all cool. I I I killed the crazy woman. Yeah, I've saved the children. And Amos and Prax both see right through it. Sure. Uh, he tries to glad hand Prax when he recognizes him, but Prax ain't having it. Um, May and Prax being reunited is very sweet, Mm -hmm. but for the rest of the episode, every single time there's a close up of her hugging him, I'm expecting her eyes to flash blue or like blue (laughs) veins to shoot across her forehead to let us know that she's fucked. And it didn't, it hasn't happened so far, but you, you just need to know every single time they're hugging, I'm just, I'm bracing, I'm bracing for the punch. Mildly interesting, yeah. Yeah, well fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> uh Alex and Naomi find that the Agatha King is even worse shaped than they thought. It's now like seventy five percent consumed with proto molecule. They struggle to find an airlock that is not all moleculed up, and they manage to do one at the tippy top of the ship. Um meanwhile Holden finds uh uh Jules and kills his bodyguard. He recognizes Holden, which, mm-hmm. you know, he should. He's a well informed person. Mm-hmm. He tries to insist that everything he's done was to stop what's happening on Venus. Uh, Holden says, well, have you found that? And he goes, no. Do you know how to stop the protomolecule pods? No. Well, then shut the fuck up. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Stop me anytime you want. I I, I wanted to go back. This episode (laughs) just doesn't stop. It's like one damn thing after another until until the end.
0: I absolutely love the look on Amos' face when Prax says to may this is my best friend in the whole world oh, and he, i want you to go with him amos is like
1: A f- what friendship yeah what the I, hell is that well go ahead and get the, so so prax starts asking may how she is and she starts dropping oh, the that dime, hasn't happened yet okay yeah, on on strickland yeah uh while he tries to defend himself and prax tells him to shut up and he doesn't so amos is like no seriously shut up and yeah, you say Prax tells her to go with Amos that he's my best friend in the whole universe, which like is super moving for Amos. Yeah. And I love the energy that's bouncing off these uh these two guys, Amos and Prax here. Mm-hmm. Um it's great. It's something it's interesting because I've not seen Wes Chatham kind of make Amos this emotionally vulnerable. Sure. If that's even what it is. Yeah. Um but it's it's cool and I like it uh strickland begs uh so he he sends uh, may off with uh amos so he can kill strickland and strickland's begging for his life and he's saying a bunch of shit and prax seems like he's close i think he could do it Mm -hmm. but right when he's about to squeeze the trigger you see amos's big paw cover the gun and 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 he softly says hey you're not that guy and prax breaks down in tears uh confirming that he is not that guy and he leaves with May, and Strickland breathes the sigh of relief and tries to apologize. <laughs> Which we all knew was... And I knew I knew yeah. the exact line was coming out of his mouth, but when Amos turned, uh-huh. he's, like, he's like this fucking vengeful god, and he goes, I am that guy, and just blows his fucking brains out against the airlock, and mm-hmm. it's... I mean, I abhor violence, but some people need killing, and this fucker yeah. was one of them. Absolutely. However... Strickland also I knew a lot about the protomolecule. He did. Yeah. And we the strat- I don't know about the strategy of continuing to kill the experts at the protomolecule. Like, that seems to be what everybody on the Rossinati wants to do. But And maybe that's what you do. Maybe that's what you do with Nazi doctors and protomolecule experts. You just put them up against the wall and shoot them. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, a viable strategy if you're able to wipe out the proto molecule, which it doesn't seem at this point that you're able to. I wonder... Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I wonder... Well, yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of mildly interesting stuff, but, like, yeah. I wonder if they're going with the protomolecule is going to be... Is it the villain of the series or is it a just a third party that's going to have to be reasoned, bargained with, communicated with? Is that possible with this kind of alien intelligence if you don't have a conduit? Um, mm-hmm. is is and and more to that point, maybe we have been communicating this whole time, but we just communicated horrific things. Like the we're a species that will abuse children to get an advantage. We're a species that will lie and cheat and backstab. we you know, we we've it's it's when I think of the people that it's absorbed, like, is it going to have a really warm and fuzzy feeling about humanity if it comes to that? I mean I think
0: from what they've shown us in the television series it's hard to say that they even understand like the relationship between, you know, people and right. like what what a child really is yeah. like they seem much more engineering minded let's say like deconstructing like, uh, things right uh, figuring out how things work that kind of stuff
1: right it's like you know it'd be this it's like uh trying to figure out what a petri dish of bacteria wants yeah. or thinks about us and vice versa
0: right um so so do they even get those things that you're talking about that we as humans understand, but you know this is a pretty alien thing, right? Like, yes, when it infects a human, it takes on a familiar form, yeah, uh, and in a can't, humanoid and, and form. A human,
1: but... it's not so alien. The human can't put its thoughts into some sort of words, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's a cohesive narrative. Yeah, it's more of like thoughts and opinions, and everything's very immediate and and task oriented. But but what is it trying to do? What is right. the work? I don't think the work is the spaceship jellyfish. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably means to the ends. But but you know that's that's the whole fucking. And
0: the thing. spaceship jellyfish is triggered, I think, by the the destruction <laughs> of all those triggered. hybrids, right? Yeah. Oh, like, that's the thing because we we find out that hey, these things are communicating with each other, right? Hmm. Um, and and when we we affect one here Venus notices like hmm. there's activity on Venus when this happens over here to these other hybrids like interesting look when we nuked this one something happened on Venus right that's what Holden figures out okay uh which leads him to Io okay so like they're they're linked in that way so, so I, I think it's when Fred Johnson destroys these
1: hybrids in uh-huh. the pods with the missiles then Venus reacts huh I didn't get it that I didn't. I mean, y- you're you're probably correct, um, but my impression was that like it's just Venus has been working on this, and it's kind of like a coincidence. Yeah, but um, you might be right, especially if I re like as I go through this outline and and uh... Uh, the uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about
0: is that moment when you know Amos comes up and says, "Hey, you're not that guy." Uh-huh. Um, I feel like they've done a a really good job laying the groundwork for this moment because right. it's not just about like Amos telling Prax you're not that guy it's it's Amos almost like making up for the path that he has pushed Prax right. down right like right. he's saying not only are you not that guy
1: currently but I don't want you to become that right. guy because I know you could and it's not like because it, I did it's not condescending like you can't be that like I think Amos oh, recognizes right. he could be that guy absolutely but could. you're not and and there's a cost of that and I don't want you to pay it yeah and they've done a lot of good legwork
0: right um you know, set, setting, ra- like installing the tracks for that. And I, I
1: thought it was really a good payoff. Right. Uh, we see the Razorback is now docked to the act of the king. Uh, they find fucking Admiral Wynn on the bridge in a spacesuit, smugly intoning that the probes cannot be stopped. And he essentially is going to be talking shit to these dudes. And they immediately the put a time. bullet in his head they right? so that they don't have to listen to his they asshole should've. mouth. I don't know why, Naomi. Closing. Like, I guess because Alex isn't that guy either. And Naomi <sighs> certainly isn't that girl. I got. Are they ever going to arm Naomi? Is she ever going to consent? to Because like, she never hmm. carries, like, she didn't even have a sidearm. Like, that seems crazy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but I don't know. Maybe with her dealings with the OPA, she's frightened about, like, capacities for violence and, like, with the slippery slope about, like, you know, it's like, you feel, kill your first person, and then, then where do you stop? It's the Batman thing. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's going to be a, a character point for her. Uh, Bobby awakens on the surface of Io, shaken, uh, but the pro- uh, the, P- the protomolecule hybrid's slightly faster on the rebound, uh, and jumps on her. Her power armor is completely out of juice. The simplest of movements is almost beyond her, because she's now fighting against, th- guess her guesser armor. Yeah. The pro- protomolecule seems like it's about to start ripping off armor and seeing what works and doesn't when it stops and looks thoughtfully to the heavens for some reason. Now, here's why I think you might be wrong that the Venus thing is a reaction to this because I think his like looking longingly off into the space I'm assuming he's looking towards Venus and comprehending that something big is about to happen and Uh he's all caught up in that but that was before I mean that's certainly after I guess the PDCs knocked out the protomolecule but did it? Like those PDCs doesn't seem like it killed the proto molecule. It seemed like it spread the proto molecule. Yeah, that's what I was worried about too. And I was wondering, like, okay, well, like, would the would the proto molecule even see that as a hostile actor? Like, oh, cool, we got a new vector to spread. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but that's yeah, where I, 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 I felt like it, it. That that the Venus stuff was already well underway by the time that Fred nuked the the remaining proto molecules. Could be wrong though. And I mean, it is obvious that whatever's happening on Venus is part of a plan. Yes. You know, we don't know what it is. It's not Uh, the work, maybe, but it's definitely part of the work, or it's a a stepping stone. Yeah. It's something to enable the work to continue. So it could be just, you know, a coincidence of timing. Uh, uh, Bobby uses momentary distraction to summon all of her strength into forcing her arm up, and she essentially puts her hand cannon right to its temple and blows the entire back of its cranium off, Mm -hmm. which... I was surprised to find actually disables it. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Oh, I didn't think you could kill it like that. Or maybe you can't. Like I don't if you if you hung around for another couple of days and let it absorb cosmic radiation, maybe it's right. gonna get back up. You just never know. It but might. it's its eyes go dark and it stops attacking her and then she calls Aviceral to request for an emergency evac. Um Alex and Naomi try to figure out a way to stop the probes from the bridge to Agatha King, as Wynn taunts Alex for Mars' lack of humanity, how they become like an insect, only obsessed with making their colony bigger, no matter what the cost. Says the guy with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, right. Like, uh, I get it, you're Bobby. You're yeah. Bobby. Like, you saw the
0: Martians, right. aka the proto molecule here, like in Bobby's situation, annihilate your friends, right. and you're pissed, and you I want mean, revenge, and you, mean, you have a dim view of the
1: Martians because of it. War only works because you dehumanize the other side. It's very yeah. hard to get people to shoot each other. You have to turn them into subhuman vermin, and you can see how, you know, both sides, the Martians and Earth, sees sees this in each other, and, and that's that's how they have no trouble killing. But Wynn mm-hmm. is just uh, being an asshole here. Um Naomi manages to redirect a single probe as she takes control of it but she says that's just one and doing them all will take a lot of time just then Kotiar comes on screen with the wideband transmission warning everyone to get the fuck away from the Agatha King because he's going to personally destroy it by overloading its reactor core <laughs> uh, uh, I love just all of this like
0: where he's oh okay I'm about to destroy this core right. and we've got X amount of time and he's like I actually have no idea I'm how not an to engineer <laughs> not an
1: engineer uh it's really good and it's and we can see that because like I'm like at this point I'm like oh oh well Naomi and Alex are here so they can like yeah they can disable the core and then take him and then you see his face flushing blue and you see his helmet's got a giant gash where he's fought a proto molecule hybrid yeah and he's infected and he's dying anyway. Kotiar's uh, gonna die this episode y'all or maybe next episode he, No, no, I, no he's he is he's dead, yes, dead. dead. <laughs> I forget that yeah the, the, the it ship ex- up. it blows up yeah uh, Avasaral sees the message and tries to intervene but uh, Naomi explains that his helmet uh, two-way communications turned off could be disabled um, I think he's talking to Avasarala's son uh, he says a name that I'm not familiar with he says uh, that we're even now which I think you know the reason he owes Avasaral is because she, he got her son killed, and now that she's gotten him killed, I guess they're even okay. Um, yeah. he's he regrets that he has no pithy or ironic or memorable last words. Uh, but I thought it's pretty affecting, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. And he goes, final words are, I can't think of a damn thing. Oh well, as he pulls the last plug and the reactor starts to melt down. Uh, Naomi is an engineer, and she informs us that we have approximately 10 minutes to get out of here before the reactor blows. Uh, Alex wants to spend those last ten minutes in a last-ditch effort to try to redirect the probes, and she's like, "That's stupid. Uh, we can we can we can figure this out uh, on the run." She slaves the uh, control to the pods to the Rassenanti, and the leaves Admiral Wind to his fate. Yeah, she turns
0: the transponders back on. Oh, she also is... does
1: turn the transponders back on. Yeah, I think the important thing. That's that but we're 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 about to get that cuz on the way oh, back okay. to Rosanada she calls Holden and says that she's managed to turn the transponders on which will enable Mars to target them, but there's so many, they might not get them all and then now fucking Earth or Mars is infected with protomolecule. There's no way to stop the war. She suggests Fred Johnson can use the missiles he stole in previous seasons. Tycho's in the flight path of the missiles. He can usually use the, he can use these nukes like Flak to take out all the missiles, or at least most of them. Uh, but Naomi insists on everyone agreeing, and even Amos thinks it's worth a shot.
0: Yeah, this is, I guess... I guess that's an appropriate word to use the best possible apology uh-huh. for what she did with the proto molecule and right. giving it to Fred Johnson. Because um, in this moment, she could certainly send another message to Fred Johnson and go with her plan, but she refuses to act unilaterally here. Mm-hmm. She takes a vote of the full crew. Mm hmm uh except that for to me
1: except for Prax, who yeah <laughs> he's is, back to like and eh, he's not really crew we we we're, yeah. we're he don't, we we do not owe him shit now he's got his daughter back <laughs> to uh, all of our surprise uh
0: and i guess bobby and avasarola are not considered crew either so well uh, yeah uh, they're they're passengers but but she this is the thing that says to the crew i understand my
1: mistake and i'm not gonna do it again yeah yeah what's funny because my wife and i were watching this uh after everyone after everyone agrees my wife quipped uh, with a naomi lines like well good because i've already done it i'm glad you all are. like <laughs> that would have been really funny i've actually already sent the message to fred johnson yeah Whew, that was a close one uh and then we have jules he's he's over there in the corner oh i'm unimpressed with the heroics um i don't know what is what is what's what's mal thinking uh Mal and Aaron Wright I don't get because they have this kind of weird defiance. Maybe it's just that they're satisfied they're they're satisfied in their own reckoning that they were righteous and all this is gonna run run off them like water off a duck's back. I don't know. I don't it's know. it's really I'm gonna say for
0: me impossible to sympathize with Aaron Wright because I think he's only in it for power. Now, Mal, right. on the other hand, is an interesting case because he's doing terrible things, yes. But I also believe he is doing work that needs to be done, studying the proto molecule, um, especially
1: now that it's kind of just out there and there's no containing it. And there's not. I mean, he is very pragmatic and ruthless, but he's also not a hypocrite because it's not like he spared his family. You know, sure. this yeah. this drive and his research cost him his daughter. Um, I like I said I he's a bad guy. He's a terrible person, but he does have I mean he's not like a Strickland or an Aaron, right? No. Um I don't But know. he deserves whatever is coming to him. Yeah, I'm wondering like how much leash like I if if he gets blown out the airlock next episode cuz Adverse is yeah. done with him, that wouldn't surprise me. Um I wouldn't particularly miss him, uh but uh, he's been an interesting character. I thought it's inter- I thought it's funny that Fred gets this moment this this uh you know super um important phone call at the tyco bar uh uh-huh. you know offering to hey do you want to be the big swinging dick of the solar system here's an opportunity to do it uh there's a beautiful shot of the Rossinati and her tinder the razorback leaving the jovian system as alex tends to bobby's battered and bruised body she's really fucked up man like her whole body is just a mosaic of bruise yeah. and pain uh Fred did, decides to use what appears to be the bulk of his missiles, if not all of them, to uh-huh. shoot down the pods uh i'm assuming that was successfully there 's this this cool kind of like past each scene as Holden uh marches Mao before uh Christian Avacarala and forces him to his knees before her, which is kind of cool uh tack- yeah i I hope
0: <laughs> there's more that happens when um when Mao is caught in the books. I'm Ooh. really hoping that they oh, don't oh, skip that, because it's so delicious. Jean-Pierre rides again. Oh, <laughs> ho, mon ami. Uh-huh. Oui, mildly oui. interesting, but <laughs> I, I really hope they don't. I really hope that that's not what this scene was, because the scene doesn't do any of the stuff that, in my mind, was just so superb in the scene from the book. But we'll see.
1: Uh Prax tucks his daughter in bed and gives her back her adorable little backpack and her stuffed animal. And it's all very sweet. But I still embraced and waiting in horror for the fucking blue glow. <laughs> uh-huh. Because <sighs> this isn't a show that has conditioned me to believe in good, happy endings. Badass endings. Like brains being splattered on airlocks, sure. But happy endings? I don't know. Uh, to the point, Naomi and Bi- and Holden are getting busy in their bunk. Nice skin shot, uh, as I said, Holden still has his radiation treatment pad in, as you say, he will always for the rest of his life have. Uh, he asked her if she's not staying, and she says it's time. Uh, what the hell are they talking about? Are, are you saying not staying on the ship, not staying in bed? Uh, what? Ta- like, I think it's open to interpretation. Uh, I really, I really hope Naomi doesn't fucking leave. I, yeah. Although, I guess if she like, it would be interesting to see her like transfer to Fred Johnson and be part of that. Because, uh-huh. like, I'm missing some Fred Johnson. I like Fred. Yeah, I like drummer. Uh, we haven't gotten a lot of them because we've been following the Rossinati, putting Naomi there as like some sort of. It would be cool to see her jockeying positions with drummer. Um, you know, like ugh, shit. Shit! No, I, you're not gonna. Okay, I have to speculate myself. I'm definitely not gonna tell you, but I'm curious. Uh, I'm trying to think if I would be bummed out if James Holden got command of the Nauvoo battleship. Hmm. Like that would turn it into more of a conventional start because he's like a more of a conventional commander and he's gonna. But like, I kind of like him out being a pirate and the Rasinati. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not sure whether it'd be I Maybe maybe Naomi could be the captain. I don't know. I don't know. Fred will probably be the captain, though. <sighs> Single-sided speculation. <laughs> um, So we see the explosion that hopefully wipes out all the pod missiles. That's very cool. Nice effect shot. And uh, even if it doesn't,
0: even if it gets, like, half of them, that's enough.
1: Yeah, because Mars it's is just like, you know, Mars is not defenseless. Just like Earth, it's got its... it's. But, you know, they're just trying to make the odds ever in their favor. And then, yeah. out of nowhere, we get a shot of Venus as a proto-molecule triumphantly emerges from the Venetian atmosphere as some sort of biomechanical jellyfish. That's massive. It mm-hmm. looks like yeah. it's like just scaled to to Venus, like it's I don't know how many times bigger than the Navoo, but it's huge. It looks, I don't,
0: um, maybe not, not not as huge. Is do you think Io is bigger? Because, like, I've seen the scale of Io next to Jupiter, but Jupiter Well, that's is the thing, Jupiter's massive. Enormous. Like, Venus yeah. is
1: almost exactly the same size of Earth, uh-huh. and this thing looked like a good, like, the, the, the hole in the clouds it ripped looked like a good size hurricane. It's that's gotta a be, big fucking ship, It's got to be bigger than Eros, for sure. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know how big this is. So. But it's a big ship. Like, even the biggest of the asteroids is pretty damn small. Uh, and now you don't have to worry about the protomolecule being spread. It can spread its own damn self. Mm-hmm. Can knock on your planet and say, have I told you about our lord and savior, the protomolecule? Yeah. And I don't know, man. This is like... I was surprised because I know the... I guess the title of the first book is Leviathan Wakes. I would assume, based on this, that it would be this title of the second book. Because this seems mm-hmm. like the Leviathan Waking. Yeah. Um, But maybe it's referring to proto molecule. I, I this like to me blows the whole thing wide open because what you got to you got to you got to you can't have this thing rampaging around a solar system. Sure, I agree with that. Yeah, Uh, I don't know, but if it like, is it going to establish contact? Is it going to? Is it have some kind of offensive defensive capability? Is it just going to f- get the fuck out of the solar system? Like, I I, I don't know. How fast can it go? All good questions. Like, it, it flung Eros around pretty fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: Almost so fast that it was literally unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, like, against the laws of physics. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, I have an idea of what I think this is, but it's, as I recall, pretty different from the book. So, yeah. I'm not even sure that they're going the same way because I've done things so differently.
1: Can I ask you, are have you are you you through the third book? Yeah. Okay. So you know you you have quite and a bit honestly, of Honestly, now that it, the show has been cancelled, I'm kinda of thinking I'm just gonna go read all the books. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Honestly. Um if the show gets canceled and not picked it back up, I for sure will read Absolutely, the books. Yeah. Um because I'm not gonna not know what happens. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, it'd be such a fucking pain in the ass. All right that's the episode uh what a way to finish it uh it's going to be you know it it, it's hard for me to see how they're going to top this at the end of this next season unless maybe they power through the events of the third book um Mm. but it's so yeah, I hope you can tell me this. Uh, are these books like Game of Thrones, where they get longer and longer as they go on, or are they all roughly the same? Okay. it seem like they're about the same. Okay, so there isn't a concern with, like, oh, you're going to get to, like, book three, and then suddenly now that's it's a 2,000 pages instead of 700 or whatever. Okay. I don't think so. So it's possible that in, like, what, the eight episodes they have left, maybe they could power through a book? I think they could, yeah, or they can certainly advance
0: certain... That's true. They don't have plots to, yeah. to to the point of the third book. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah, have to yeah. do everything because they didn't in this season. So Right, right. Or or in last season, you know. They right. they had some plots that were like subplots that were advanced far beyond what I expected and and not others. So Cool. Uh well that's it.
1: Uh, I presume we have feedback. Uh yeah, we have a little bit of feedback. So we talked at the top of the show about you know the Expanse and it being kind of a struggling small show trying to find an audience. Um, one of the reasons we decided to cover it is because we wanted to. We pro- we knew it wasn't going to be a chart topper for us, but we really loved the show and we wanted to have uh, the, the you know have the freedom to follow our heart. The reason we're able to do that is because of our club, the club.baldmove.com. Bald Move is the network that's almost entirely supported by the listeners, and it's a way that we maintain our independence. Uh, you know we don't have to just cover the biggest and, and and best things on television we can also do smaller more intimate shows like this or like our, our coverage of the leftovers um shows that are kind of more niche and boutiquey and uh we we really like doing that and if you'd like to keep us doing that if you'd like to help out uh our independent coverage you can go to club.baldmove.com and sign up you get a bunch of cool stuff you get a bunch of expanded uh Features if you if you if you like our personalities and our humor we've got tons more of that at the club you got video versions of most of our podcasts uh, there are spoiler filled movie reviews there's a bunch of bonus uh, content like quips and uh, silent movies and also if this is a, a draw for you ad free podcast feeds you don't have to listen to me try to pitch you on the club anymore to say nothing of luggage and razors. And mail order food subscription and audiobooks, all that stuff. Uh, you, can, you can just make it all go away by going to club.baldmove.com. And right now we're having sale on all new annual memberships, 25% off. Use the code WW2018 at checkout, club.baldmove.com. Uh, but l- let's
0: just start. Let's lead off with that. It's uh, Chris Kylie who is, goes by the alias The Moldy Filters. Um, he's a sing- singer-songwriter from Connecticut, and he writes sci-fi folk music. Hmm. Uh, so not just about The Expanse, but also about other sci-fi series. Um, I guess the the band name, The Moldy Filters, comes from a scene in Leviathan Wakes where Naomi sings a song by The Moldy Filters at a karaoke bar on Tycho Station. <laughs> so that's a nice little shout out. So he is, I think, like focused on The Expanse somewhat, to name his band that. The Moldy Filters. Sounds like a belter problem oh absolutely yeah um but this song that he wrote is is his take on martian country music it's car- called mars will rise uh i'm gonna play the whole thing at the end of the episode and we only have a couple pieces of feedback so it's a couple of minutes from now probably um but if you want to check out more of chris Kylie's stuff you can go to chris he does stuff on star wars and westworld and the expanse other general sci-fi stuff Check it all out at ChrisKellyMusic. ChrisKileyMusic.com, and maybe I should spell Kylie. It's K-I-L-E-Y. Uh, so let's move on to Luca N., who wanted to write in about the author's response to a question about the lack of automation in The Expanse, Just mm-hmm. something we pointed out before. Uh, on Twitter, he was asked essentially, you know, what? what is, or he, they were asked, and I assume that one of them responded, not both of them. They uh, they talk at, like, the Binars uh, and yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> but he's he, James S.A. Corey, they said, stories about robots bore the hell out of me. Which no, I, I would say, don't tell that to Nolan or or Joy. Sure. Because uh, sure. Westworld's going pretty strong. Oh, but, man, shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. Uh, but, but that's true. I mean, like, it's not as interesting to write about AI, I guess. Right. Although... I don't see why you couldn't complement the AI much like Westworld is doing with mm-hmm. the human story surrounding it. Right. Um, but, you know, that's not what this story is about. Right. So.
1: There's also fun. this. Uh, I haven't ever read it, but I've read a lot of the lore behind the. Uh, it's called the Honorverse. Um, uh, I, I, I think it's Weber is the guy that wrote that. But like. The ships are fully automated and like a semi sentient and they have like dialogue and their characters themselves and they like enjoy the fact that they're like these badass military like they like they, they, uh-huh. they get excited at the prospect of war because in their mind like they're these bristling engines of death that don't that, that just that that just float around enforcing the peace just by their sheer hulk. Mm-hmm. And like when like getting in like like when the humans are stu- foolish enough to get in the ward like hot damn I get I could to start my stuff now so I, I think there's ways you can tell interesting stories about yeah. that but no I t- I take his point like if this was ultra realistic 200 300 years into the future the 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 battle scenes would be a lot more boring. Mm-hmm. Uh like sending drones in to infiltrate rather than flesh and blood humans are just inherently less interesting. So yeah, I don't I I you're always going to bend the rules to write compelling science fiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And getting the balance just right is hard and I feel like the Expanse excels at doing just that.
0: Alright, let's move on to uh our a uh, final piece of feedback for this episode from J G J Uline is what I'm gonna say. Uh from our forums. He says Quick note on Alex's kids. Uh when they were being interrogated in season one by the original crew of the Martian ship, which became the Rossi, the Martians are reviewing the intel they have of the survivors of the cant, and one of the officers mentions that Alex has a kid that we didn't that he didn't know about. I think it was a daughter. That's probably why Aaron was confused.
1: Ah, so there is so cat so 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 Alex knows he has a son but doesn't know he has a daughter. I think so. Yeah. How does he not know he has a daughter? I don't know. His wife I hasn't mean, told him. Maybe it's not with his wife. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's one possibility. Some certainly. strumpet that he's not. Uh, maybe. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I I thought I I thought that I had an impression that he had a daughter. That makes sense. Yeah, That makes sense. Uh, and that's it
0: for feedback. Like I said, I'm going to play Chris Kylie's. Uh, Mars Will Rise, Martian country music song at the end of this, so stay tuned for that.
1: Uh, If you'd like to send us feedback in the future, uh, expanse at baldmove.com. You can also get on our forums, forums forums.baldmove.com, to discuss the show with your fellow fans. we got a small but passionate following on the the forums. Uh, That's the story of the Expanse's life. (laughs) Small but passionate following. Maybe I don't know. Like I said, I'm. I just. I just keep hearing in on social media and on Reddit and in other places like people discovering this show be, for the first time because it's being canceled and mm-hmm. being you know it's it's a bit of a slow burn. But I I, I kind of disagree. Like I guess if I was pitching to someone who wasn't a science fiction fan, I might use the term slow burn. But like if you're a science fiction fan, like I think you get the goods like, from the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Just like the visuals, the respect for the laws of physics, uh, the the gritty realism of the technology and the lived-in feel of the universe, is is it, it hooks you right away. And I just see so many people that had not been aware of this show or written it off because it's a sci-fi show um, being turned on to the first time. I don't know. I, I have a lot more hope. I was a lot more fatalistic the morning that I found out that this was going to be canceled yeah. than I am now. Because there's just been so much momentum and it's hard for me to believe that it will not will not uh, get, uh, get at least one more season. And um, you know, after that, who knows? No guarantees. <laughs> but that's not 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 a sign to get complacent. Uh, what's that hashtag? It's hashtag saved expanse. Yep. Uh check out that. Um spread it on social media. Try I mean I'm not a big fan of petitions, but like this one is getting a lot of traction and there was I thought there was something implying that maybe Amazon would take a look if there was 50,000, and we, they got to like again at this time of this hmm. writing, I'm sure it's over eighty. yeah um, I heard that they were actively talking with Amazon yeah, and you know uh people people turning to Amazon to stream it for the first time, like they get all those I mean Amazon can see all that stuff happening, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess keep at it and, and hopefully we get this because it would just be a goddamn shame. I mean I've had a lot of cancellations that stung <laughs> my ass in the, in the days but this this uh-huh. would be the flagship. This would be the 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 the, the what was the the Navu, the ld LDSS, this would be the LDSS Navu of my cancellation disappointments.
0: Yeah, honestly for me this would be even more devastating than Firefly cuz I wasn't actively watching Firefly. Right. Uh, I was one of the reasons it got canceled, right? Because I didn't even know about it, right? Uh, and I only found it after the fact, so
1: this would be just crazy. And that up. is a canonical shit show. Like the whole first season yeah. was shown out of order, uh-huh. as half of the episodes are preempted by. Because I was watching it at the time, or tried, and I kind of gave up. Yeah. And then I did, you know, discovered it on and f- finished the finished little series. But y- yeah, like I, I don't want who the fuck wants three seasons of the Expanse floating around, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, probably Dan and Ty because they'd still make out. Like there's going to be a whole bunch of people wanting to f- desperately finish the books because they need more of it. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, there's room in the universe for both. Let's make it happen. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll 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 give you more news about this. I'm sure stuff will have changed by the time we have the next episode uh, ready to consider. Uh, thanks for everyone that's downloading the podcast and sending in feedback. And we will see you next week. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. Later.
2: From the depths of the Mariner Valley To the peak of Olympus Mons All the hard and Martians Are rising up with the dawn i got the best of the best doing science in technology To get the job